millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. From hot messes becoming lost messes to one-time world champions being fed to the new kids on the block, these lads and lasses swap their straps out for defeated faces after jumping ship. More often than not, after joining WWE. Go figure. I'm Gareth from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 wrestlers who went from champion to jobber in different promotions. Number 10. The Good Brothers After bursting onto the WWE scene in April 2016 on Monday Night Raw, those who had been following the Good Brothers during their decorated time in New Japan Pro Wrestling were salivating at the thought of the former Bullet Club men being let loose inside of Vinnie Mac's empire. A fun run alongside old pal AJ. Styles soon followed, but the former three-time IWGP Tag Team Champions inevitably found themselves being lost in the shuffle before long, a process that many have tried and failed to escape upon making an initial impact on the main roster. It wasn't all entirely downhill for the fun-loving OC members though, as they did still manage to seize hold of the Raw Tag Team titles on two separate occasions. Yet neither of those runs were particularly memorable, or long for that matter, and by the time 2020 rolled around round, the two were being stacked and pinned by Drew McIntyre in a handicap bout. Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows did also enjoy an unlikely WrestleMania moment on their way out of the company opposite the dead man. But there's no questioning the fact that the pair have now fully rediscovered their mojo upon joining up with Impact and AEW. Number 9. Vader Building up a hell of a resume in the years before finally arriving in the land of the giants, all signs appeared to point to Big Van Vader taking WWE by storm back in 1996, but the Mastodon never really got going in the end. Despite being a former WCW and IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Vince McMahon never fully got behind the idea of presenting Vader as a bona fide monster. So feuds with Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker and Kane all came and went, with Vader constantly coming up short against the stars WWE actually wanted to get over. By the time the dust had settled on a mask versus mask match between the aforementioned Big Red Machine and Vader at 1998 over the edge, the defeated Titan seemed destined to slip down the card. The likes of Mark Henry, Edge and The Rock all ran through Vader over the coming months, as the once dominant force struggled to recover from his lackluster booking. In the end, Vader negotiated his release from the promotion towards the back end of 98, before hopping back over to Japan. Number 8. R-Truth R-Truth currently occupies a rather unique place inside of world wrestling entertainment. He's likely never going to be considered a threat to any of the company's world champions again. But as one of the single
the most entertaining personalities of the modern era, he'll always have a spot on the show. Be that scurrying around the 24-7 title scene or just being an all-round goofball backstage. Yet Truth wasn't always seen as simply a go-to comedy guy within the wrestling sphere. In fact, he once held none other than the NWA World Heavyweight Championship during his Ron The Truth Killings days inside of TNA. Seeing off Ken Shamrock at NWA TNA 8, Truth became the first ever African-American NWA World Heavyweight Champion and went on to win the belt once more before calling time on his run with the promotion. He may have never won the big one in WWE, with only a few forgettable mid-card and tag title reigns to his name to date. But this beloved jobber can always say he held one of the most prestigious titles in the industry once upon a time. Number 7. Orlando Jordan Look, we're not going to pretend that Orlando Jordan enjoyed a critically acclaimed tenure within the walls of WWE from 2003 to 2006. But the record will always show that JBL's former right-hand man held the United States Championship whilst acting as the cabinet's chief of staff. Again, the reign that followed wasn't much to write home about. But Jordan did manage to get the better of names like Chris Benoit and, um, Heidenreich. Yeah. Benoit would eventually rip said US Championship from his grasps at SummerSlam 2005, and Jordan would subsequently fall into obscurity soon enough. Then, four years after departing WWE in 2006, Jordan was offered a wrestling lifeline in the form of a place on the TNA roster, debuting a new hyper-eccentric and sexualized gimmick. What seemed like a promising gear shift soon resulted in Jordan once again slipping down the card, on the back of failing to become TNA Global Champion. Unfortunately, Jordan just seemed destined to be a jobber wherever he went, and was ultimately released from his TNA contract a year or so on from his first appearance. Number 6. Eric Young In another example of WWE teasing us into believing the future could be bright for a former TNA man, here we have the story of Eric Young's rise and fall within a truly broken system. Like so many more before him, and a few more to follow on this list, Young became something of an unlikely hit during his time on Impact. Runs as part of Team Canada and as his Super Eric alter ego, eventually made way for a shocking TNA World Championship victory over Magnus in April 2014. So when NXT eventually came calling in 2016, fans were understandably excited about what the decorated TNA-slash-Impact man could get done within the confines of a black and gold ring. As part of Sanity, Young went on to pick up an NXT Tag Team Championship belt. But a promising start soon hit the skids by the time the unit were brought to the main roster. That phrase again. After being quickly laughed off as cannon fodder for the likes of The New Day and The Usos, Young would eventually get thrown into the 24-7 title hunt before his April 2020 departure. He then returned home to Impact in July and thankfully hasn't looked back since. Number 5. EC3 it's still hard to get your head around precisely what went wrong for EC3, upon finally deciding to return to the biggest wrestling promotion on the planet. His well-received TNA-slash-Impact tenure and genius Ethan Carter III gimmick seemed like a genuine turning point for the obviously talented star. As an entitled piece of crap heel, EC3 would go on to lift the TNA World Heavyweight Championship after getting the better of Kurt Angle on a June 2015 taped edition of Impact Wrestling. Another reign would follow as EC3 went to war with the likes of Bobby Lashley, Drew Galloway, and Matt and Jeff Hardy, before eventually being convinced to join Triple H's developmental brand in 2018. Fans were quick to point out that the OG NXT man was likely better suited
added to the more character-based sports entertainment world of the main roster, when his initial NXT comeback didn't exactly set the world on fire. So you can imagine their shock when the chiseled loudmouth was kept from opening his mouth on TV, and battered by every man and his dog en route to being unceremoniously booted from the company in April 2020. Number 4. Diamond Dallas Page You'd actually be forgiven for thinking that the DDP that captured the hearts of thousands in WCW and the one who eventually showed up in WWE later down the line were two entirely different cats. Meow. Refusing to sit back and collect a paycheck at home when Vince McMahon seized control of WCW in 2001, Diamond Dallas Page shockingly showed up on WWE television for the very first time on a June episode of Raw, revealing himself as the American badass's wife's stalker. And rather depressingly, it somehow got worse from there. Instead of doubling down on his people's champion gimmick, and possibly even heading towards a mouth-watering battle for the moniker against The Rock at some point, Dallas was caught in the middle of McMahon's odd obsession with making the enemy's former stars look inferior in comparison to his prized WWE personalities. Away from meaningless tag team and European Championship wins, the three-time WCW World Champion was routinely beaten up by up-and-comers and stalwarts alike, before being forced into an early retirement on the back of a serious neck injury in 2002. Number 3. Kenta in another life, the arrival of Kenta, known to WWE fans as Hideo Itami, should have opened the door for a glut of masterful showdowns for the former Ring of Honor and pro wrestling Noah legend. He was positioned as a rather big deal upon arriving on the Black and Gold brand too, joining forces with Finn Balor to see off the ascension at TakeOver Revolution, and even earning a spot in WrestleMania 31's Andre the Giant's Memorial Battle Royal. Okay, perhaps that honor wasn't all that glamorous, but it was at least a step in the right direction. Sadly, the former GHC heavyweight champion's momentum was stifled by serious shoulder and neck injuries, meaning that he only challenged for the NXT Championship on one single occasion, in a losing effort against Bobby Roode at TakeOver Chicago. A limp transition over to the main roster as part of 205 Live saw Itami pick up a few victories, but he was never able to break out on the show and frequently came up short in his quest for cruiserweight gold. An inevitable move away from the company was finally realized in February 2019, and Kenta has been causing chaos in New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW ever since. Number 2. Chelsea Green Another talent who just couldn't seem to muster up any luck when it came to keeping her body firing on all cylinders was former Robert Stone brand member Chelsea Green. Initially arriving on the NXT scene in 2018, portraying a similar hot mess gimmick to the one she'd had a ton of success with over in Impact Wrestling, Green was quickly forced onto the sidelines due to a broken wrist in her first televised match. Not the best of starts. Struggling to regain her footing on the show when she finally did get a few matches under her belt, Green found herself being jobbed out in dark matches, and when given a chance to showcase her skills on the main roster, fell to the likes of Natalia and Charlotte Flair. Then, after finally being officially called up, and made a surprise addition to a SmackDown Survivor Series qualification match in November, Green only went and broke her wrist again. The one-time hot mess was ultimately let go in April, with the star herself even noting how strange it was that a former knockouts champion couldn't even get on TV for the majority of her underwhelming WWE career. Strange, but sadly not surprising. Number 1. Taz Taz was quite simply one of the hottest commodities on the market back at the turn of the millennium. One quick listen to the monumental pop that met the human suplex machine as he made his jaw-dropping debut at the 2000 Royal Rumble more than confirms that fact. Unfortunately for the ECW legend though, his epic arrival and hard work crafting himself into a 
arguably the most believable badass in the business, would soon be squandered in one of the most baffling booking decisions ever committed to television. Once again, needing to ensure his stars didn't look like chumps in the face of another company's former top dog, McMahon had Taz do the J-O-B for the game on an episode of SmackDown, just days after winning the ECW World Championship from Mike Awesome. And just like that, a once formidable aura all but evaporated as the decorated ECW man later went 50-50 with the king and later became mid-card fodder. Thankfully, a transition into color commentary gave the decorated ECW force a new lease on life from 2002 onwards. His recent run as Team Taz's mouthpiece has also helped ease those painful memories of a run even Vinnie Mac admits making a pig's ear out of. Taz deserves so much better. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.